Three oh one two three twelve fifteen is the telephone number. Dougie Anderson is sat there. Evening. That's for the ladies. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, you can give us a call. New callers only, please. This week, don't forget. More of your calls after the. Who's this? The other Manic Street Preachers. I've heard of them. Yes. Further, hang on, it's there. Uh, ben Jones, yes, you did. That's the code message for this evening. If you missed last night's show, it sounded something like this. Previously on the Ian Lee show. Hello, sir. Would you like a blow my hubbly bubbly pipe? Till next Street. time, see you in the bullpen. Here is this fly. Heart beating beneath the waves in a naked pool, so scarce and bare. We all got fired before we could get lazy. And we three had cows met with metal on their fists and engines on wheels. And the ground here is last moisture. You can't say that on the radio, but oh. never mind. <laughs> I took a bit from the toilet seat. I kind of avoid religion and politics on purpose. On the email, you said there was an element. Louise. Yeah, but she's a woman. Thank you, Shona. I got a second. I got a second. Something about the toilet seat being left up is going to come up in, in there. Well, it has been called a mallow in the past. My godfather, Jeffrey, who sells perfumes. One removed one's top hat. Uh, excuse me, this is Andrea. Um, is it, has the water shed over? Oh, it's Eloise is going to get a bit mad at Alex because that's who she's going out with. My brother, like, really nice, chasing me nearly all the time. The uh, apples that we've gone scrumping to collect. Keep listening and don't forget to download the podcast. <laughs> that's, that's, that's the fun you've got yourself involved with, Anderson. 100%. Would you, would you like to t- talk to a caller? Yeah, OK. Line one, you're through to Dougie Anderson. Well, never on a Tuesday, at least. Hello? Um, yeah, yeah, I suppose so. Hello? Hello, Ian? Yes, hello, you're through to Dougie Anderson. Hello. Uh, good question. Yeah, go on. question for Dougie. Okay. What, what's your favourite song of all time? Oh, good good question. I was going to ask that. What's your favourite song? Well, I, thought said, I thought you said funk. Okay, no, maybe you did. What's your favourite funk of all time? <sighs> I got a thing, you got a thing, everybody's got a thing by Funkadelic, I'd have to say. Is that your question, Alan? Please? Okay, I don't know what he's talking about there. Uh, Alan snuck through there. He's, he's a regular caller, so he shouldn't really be allowed. It's nice to be greeted with a, with a regular at such an early stage. It, it's good. Now, for those who don't know, I have to do the history, Dougie Anderson. Uh, we did a show together many, many years ago, which uh, no one will, will know what it was unless my mum is listening, because I think she was the only person that watched it. <laughs> uh, but we did Rise. We did, on Channel 4. The, the Breakfast Show. Yeah, yeah. Or is it people, people say to me, so what was it like working on The Big Breakfast? <laughs> I said, well, I wasn't. I never... Did the Big Breakfast? No, you was, you was on the Big Breakfast. You were definitely on the Big Breakfast. You, did you get that? You, yeah, I, I got... Did you not work with Ian Lee in the Big Breakfast? <laughs> <laughs> I still... I say, yes, it is. <laughs> I still get people asking um, what it was like being in two pints of lager and a packet of crisps. They think I'm Ralph Little. Could be worse. They could think you're Will Mailer. Ooh. He had um, some pop records, didn't he? He did. I remember him on top of the pop singing a song, looking all earnest. I remember his, um, his signature in Hollyoaks when uh, he wouldn't use a door, he'd always go through a window, which at the time I thought was a little bit wacky. And now I think it's really stupid. Was that really? Yeah. This, Hollyoaks is still going. I watched it the other day for the first time in ages. 
And I didn't recognise any of the, the people on it, apart from the grumpy old one who runs the calf or something. Everybody else was... It was fresh, young, totty on it. I just remember fancying a girl called Dawn who had brown hair and a bob. Yeah. Terrible actress, but... Um, Lovely legs and... Uh, they, they were all very, very, very beautiful people on the Hollyoaks. Mm. We would never have got onto Hollyoaks, but we did get onto Rise. <laughs> we, we did get onto Rise. And I... I listen, I, I still get people saying, you must you must be pretty embarrassed when you did the Big Breakfast. I didn't do the Big Breakfast, I did Rise. Oh, yeah, because it was rubbish. I thought it was quite good. I, I thought it was quite yeah, good. Yeah, it was. I stand by it as being uh, valid. Do you remember at the end, the last the last <clears> week <throat> when it was being axed, and, like, Vic and Bob wrote yeah. a really good review of it, and there was a, another couple of good reviews. That was kind of like... As long as Vic and Bob liked what we were doing, yeah. then that was quite nice, really, wasn't it? Because they were yeah. sort of heroes of ours, and, yeah, and exactly. still are, in many ways. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. So what are you doing now? <laughs> <laughs> I asked that question. I know what you're doing. Not a lot. And that's why I've got you in. What you doing now? What you doing now? You know, we've, we've both fallen on time, so, uh, hard times. No, I'm, I'm doing OK, actually. Really? Um, <laughs> yeah, what, yeah. What, why? Yeah, well, because uh, next week... I get to work with one of my favourite bands of all time, Bell and Sebastian. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh. Which I'm thoroughly excited about. Do, doing what? Doing a little TV show together, which uh, I can't really talk about too much. Ooh. But um, it's a bit like if Kiss phoned you up and said, we want you to come and join us and do a show together. Why did they ask... Why have they... Uh, not be funny. Why have, they <laughs> asked, why have they asked you to do that? Because they liked my work and they knew I was a fan of the band. So everything's going all right for you, then? It's gone pretty good. I only asked you here because I thought you, you know, I felt sorry for when I saw you last week. <laughs> Living in that hovel, I thought, poor Dougie, I, I, I'm a successful radio broadcaster now. I've deliberately turned my back on television. Yeah. That was a conscious decision that uh-huh. I made, and I'm glad I made that decision because this is much, much, much more fun <laughs> and stuff. Eloise! Yeah? Do you remember Dougie from the TV? No. Uh, no. There we go, that's, that's what I want to hear. Sorry, that's, Dougie. That's oh, okay. well, you know, sorry's are, sorry's are easy to say, but... Um... I am only a young'un. How old are you? 27. You would have been 20. You would have been our ideal audience when we were doing that nonsense. 27, the rock star dying age, of course. Not that I'm wanting to see you die at any point oh, soon. Yeah. <laughs> what rock stars have died at 27? Kurt Cobain, Janis okay. Joplin. Brian Jones. Jimi Hendrix. Wow, they all died at 27? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, yeah, yeah. I, Ian Curtis died at 27. I saw that film about him. Control. Yeah. He Do you know about the f- 25, I'll tell you apparently. a thing about Control. Yeah, it's black and white. The, um, it's a waste. It is. It's got that, that Harold Lloyd effect. <laughs> 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 Hold on, is that Ian Curtis dangling from a clock? <laughs> a pair of glasses and a smile. <laughs> Joy Division. <laughs> I don't care what people say about Joy Division, they put a spring in your step. <laughs> um, the, girl, the girl in Control who plays Anique... Oh, the, yes, the, the saucy Bel- Belgian. <laughs> yeah, saucy Belgian. Up there with Poirot when it comes to saucy Belgians. <laughs> yeah. Not Jean-Claude Van Damme, though. He was, he was never saucy, more muscular. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. The girl... Yes, is there, there's eight, a point to this, is there? Yes. They are a couple yeah. in real life and now live in Berlin, which is mm. uh, in Germany. <laughs> Not west or east, Germany. Unification. So, um, do you see Zora much? Uh, no, no. <laughs> I do apologise. The next two hours are just normally goes giggling at our own private jokes. I hope you don't mind. It's just, just a rather a laugh at the lads, but if you can't do it <laughs> ten past eleven in the evening, it's actually probably better to do it in the afternoon. Uh, we've got we've got Connor, we've got Glenn, and we've got Mark on the line. Who would you like to speak to? We said Connor first, so let's go with uh, let's go with Connor. Okay, Connor, you're through to me, Ian Lee, and Dougie Anderson. Hello. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> and Eloise is here as well, of course. Oh, okay. Yeah. He's so excited. Yeah. 
on what's here. Go, what's going um, on there, Connor? Are you shuffling a dead body around? It sounds <laughs> like you're trying to hide your parents before um, the police turn up. I was talking about the most dangerous weapon I had when I was a kid. How old, you say when you were a kid. How old yep. are you now, Connor? Well, I'm 14 now. Oh, OK, OK, so 14. Well, okay. this... Four years shy of the big one. <laughs> when I was 10, <laughs> I had a... Don't be, don't be too funny... Because I want to keep my contract's up for renewal in two months, and I don't want Mr. Grace, my boss, to hear this. Hmm, <laughs> who's that the, the funny young Scotch man? He's amusing. He's probably cheap, and he ticks a few regional boxes as well. So just <laughs> just kind of hold it back a little bit, Dougie, please. Okay, Thank you, time. Connor. Yes. Yeah, so you 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 when you were a child? Yeah. Well, ten years old. Um, okay. I had a slingshot. Oh, and, like, um, um, uh, uh, hang on. Which one was it? David or Goliath that had the slingshot? It was David because Goliath was the big man. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, and that's why we say he's a, a Goliath. Do we say yeah, that? Yeah, we do. We do. do, we do and that's do why we? when we see people who suffer from pituitary dwarfism, we say, you know, Connor. So you had you had one of you had one of those, and what happened? Did you take down a giant? Oh, no, I didn't. Oh <laughs> man, that would have been like the Bible. You took down a teacher. In my lesson, yes. Did you really take down a teacher, or are you just trying to say this well, to impress well, Dougie? No, I, I just hit her with a piece of paper, yes. Wow. And that's the right side. That's the right side of classroom violence. <laughs> so, and, and did she notice that the paper had hit her? Uh, yeah, she th- actually thought it was Aaron. <laughs> well, that's typical of Aaron, though, because let's face it, Aaron has got a bit of a rep as a... As a troublemaker, indeed a troubleshooter. Oh, Connor, thank you for that. 0330 123. The calls will get better, don't worry. They might not. 0330 123 1215 is the telephone number. We're looking for uh, violent weapons that you had as a child. Uh, and we're trying to find the poshest and the most common caller to the show this evening. More of the calls after this. about the stones. Oh, no, that's, that's, that's the wrong... Oh, God, I can't do the faders. Uh, is that loud enough in your ears? Yep. I, too, too loud? No, no, that's good, absolutely good fine. Good loud. Dougie that's Anderson fine. is here in the studio with talking me. Talking about the stones. Talking... Uh, we're talking about the stones. Oh, we did have a request from um, Gatford. Would you... Famously, on Rise, used to do TV reviews. Could you do a TV review for us later on? Do you know what? I would... I would <laughs> blooming love to... <laughs> Good, but we'll do that after midnight. My, my middle name's TV Review. <laughs> Douglas James T Review Anderson. Is it? No. Oh, not. okay, sorry. Just, um, I, I thought it was. Uh, Mark is in Brighton. Good evening, Mark. Hello, sir. Would you like to go on my hubbly bubbly pipe? Dougie, do you know what's in hubbly bubbly pipes? No idea. Is it, is it hashish? I don't think so. Okay. Oh. Do, do you know what's in it, Mark? I believe it is hashish. Whoa, okay. whoa, we're talking about the old Uncle Marijuana. <laughs> <laughs> Auntie Jane, please. <laughs> Could you see them outside the uh, Lebanese restaurants on the... Uh, I think they're Lebanese. I don't know. They look funny. Outside the, on the, the Edgware Road here in London town. People <laughs> smoking on the hubbly-bubbly. Oh, hubbly-bubbly. Oh, I, I, yes, I, I do know what you mean. Yeah. They're, are they not... I'll draw your hubbly-bubbly pipe. Are they Turkish of origin or... No, you're just being racist. Because no, they, they do... They do go for that in Turkey because I've seen it. And also in Morocco, actually. Moroccan, that'll be it. In Marrakesh and on the coast in uh, Essaouira. Just drawing a picture of a hubby bubbly pipe. Hang on a second. That's okay, it's looking uh, looking good so far. There's the hub. <laughs> <laughs> Can I say hello to the caller? Because I haven't actually said hello to. Oh yes, yes, yes. It's Mark in Brighton. Hi, Mark. Hello, Dougie. How are you? Uh, whereabouts in Brighton are you? Um, I don't want to disclose that. <laughs> okay, it's just that I, uh, my ex-girlfriend, lives in Brighton. I'm, I'm we... not with her, I'll show you. <laughs> I know you're not, Mark, because I've been looking at her every day. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. But uh, when we uh, 
Yes, I know exactly. What that's, that's a hubbly bubbly That's a man enjoying but it. But they're not they're, they're not made for hashish. But you could put hashish in there. I'm not encouraging anyone to smoke hashish. It's a very very naughty. Put thing. it this way: I wouldn't be surprised if someone at the moment was sitting either on the Edgware Road or indeed round the corner, yeah. perhaps on Abbey Road, getting high on one of those bad boys. So, Mark, what do you want? What? No, you, what you? What? You made a phone beeping noise. Anyway. Didn't make a 70s weapons or childhood weapons. Well, listen, and I don't want to do the whole, hey, these are the games I had when I was a kid, because that's not the scene I'm in, man. I'm not Ian Collins. But it does, it does, I was, I had three pairs of nunchuckers as a child. Right. Normal wooden ones. Normal wooden ones, but that had swivel action and mini chucks that were like that big. The chucks were that big with the chain. And I would practice in the bedroom doing like Bruce Lee stuff and yeah. would constantly crack myself on the back of the head. My mum also uh, bought me some uh, ninja throwing stars, death stars. They're called death stars, uh-huh. I think. I oh, know that's Star Wars, isn't it? Uh, and I, also a butterfly knife I was allowed to purchase from Graham Scott, who is Roger Scott's son, which will lead us onto another story a little bit later on. What weapons did you have, Mark, for God's sakes? Well... I told Eloise I was going to talk about clackers, but having a look on the Facebook, I was wanted really to talk about people who pronounce things incorrectly. I don't Eloise, know, so Eloise <laughs> went with the nunchucks. Oh yeah, she, yeah, she calls them nunchucks. They're, when they're, they're nunchuckers, or lose the M. It's an N. It's an N. Yeah, nunchuckers. But uh, it is nunchuckers, and now it, they, it's been tradition famously uh, shortened to nunchucks, and I think that's incorrect as well. It's, uh, I was going to uh, lead into people that pronounce it chimley. Well, that's, that's the correct way to pronounce it. Next you'll be saying that, that you don't oh. pronounce it skellington. Well, indeed. Thanks for calling. This is the, <laughs> this is there, this is your, your, your absolute radio. Ian, Ian Lee on Absolute Radio. He goes on a bit at the end, and we know how it ends, don't yeah. we? And how, what, 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 what the song what, or the career? What, <laughs> what would Freddie Mercury be doing if you were on stage right now? Meo, 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 meo. I've never a huge fan of Queen, but they're, they're, they're a little bit pompous, aren't they? But I do like Bicycle Race. I think that's an excellent song. They, they're one of those bands that never had one classic album, really, that you could put up with the classic albums of other British artists. A Dare the Races? No, I don't think so. I've never heard it. I'm just, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just saying. It. I don't know. Eloise, what's your favourite um, Queen album? Um, I don't know any of them. Uh, no, no, nor do I. Really. Line one. What's your favourite Queen album? Uh, Jesus, it's bear with the seven seconds. It's got the radio on in the background, doesn't it? I'm not defiling Queen. What I'm, is that all about? I'm not defiling Queen. What is that all about, mate? I'm not. Yeah, no, they're one of the greatest rock bands of all time. They're a bit average. We are the champions. Yeah, that's one of those songs. We are the champions. And all that. That's the woman. And he's got a. Oh, yeah, that's all he's just saying. And he's hoovering the carpet. He's like, I want to be free. Break free. I want <laughs> to be free from something. I don't know the lyrics, but I like the tune. Okay, well, thanks for calling. I love... I don't know where he was going. <laughs> <laughs> we it I love in. something. That I classic heard. Queen single, I want to be free. <laughs> <laughs> Dougie, why aren't you on the radio? I want to... Well, I do quite a lot of stuff on... I, th- I suppose you can't mention other radio You can say Five Live. Yeah, Five Live. OK. And... Well, you should be doing a music show. Who'd... Eloise, who's in charge of the radio here? Um, probably Clive Dickens. Oh, Mr Grace. Yeah. Oh, we're not talking to him. Or Tony Morey, in that <laughs> case. OK, well, you should speak to them. 
Yeah, I might just camp in their office all night. Do, 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 do a dirty protest, and, <laughs> and they, they respect oh, no, that. I won't be defecating. That's how Christian got the gig. <laughs> That's how Christian, uh, what's his last name, O'Connell? Yes, I think. That's how he got the gig. The OC. The OC, the OC disorder. That's how he uh, got his gig. Did I lend you my season three of Arrested Development? No. Someone's got it. No, I've got, I've got my own copy of that, although... Someone has my season one of Arrested Development and hasn't even watched it, and they've had it. Oh, they said, I want to get into some comedy, you know, and I said, well, take Arrested Development. It's the best, the best. comedy yeah. of the last ten years. Yeah. I like it better than Curb. Yeah, Lo- I do. Love yeah, Curb and all funnier. that. He More took, gags. He took Curb and he said, oh, Larry David, yeah, brilliant, which it is. But Arrested Development is... Some people don't get Arrested Development. I was disappointed. I watched it with my wife, expect to go, going, this is, you're going to, this is great. Yeah, yeah. And I found myself explaining too many of the references, and she didn't get it. And <clears> I just thought, I think I married the wrong woman. Arrested Development, they, they have amazing gags yeah. that, that they just throw away. You yeah. know, they, you'll never, you know, people go, blah, oh, blah, blah. don't even see exactly. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, genius. Yeah. And uh, and you watch people watching it, yeah. and you think they've got to get this. Yeah. They've got nothing. No. And you end up kicking them out of the house, shouting Philistines, and not even tell them the New Year's tax. I interviewed Henry Winkler, and I started off the interview by saying you 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 know star of one of the greatest, best American sitcoms, building up to it. And he's thinking, oh god, here comes another Fonzie reference. And I said, what was it like working on Arrested Development? And you could just hear him just go, wow, this guy knows uh, yeah, has yeah. seen this. But it's, it's the greatest show. Yeah, and irony of ironies. Well, it's not even ironic. It's just depressing yeah. how if it had been on HBO. They would still be making it now. Oh, it, it got on... stopped halfway through and season three, didn't it? Yeah. There's talk of a movie, you know that? I know. There's always I... talk of a movie. There's talk of a Quantum Leap movie as well. I don't think that's ever going to happen. Mm. Shut <laughs> up. <laughs> Quantum Leap's brilliant. I know. I know. I just would rather see the rest of the development movie. I'd like to see them both. I'd like to see him leap, uh, Sam Beckett leap into the body of um, the young lad. Yeah. If, if, if the world was a just place, no. both those movies would come out, but the world isn't a just place no. and we'll probably never see them. Instead, we get, we get the A-Team and the last airbender in 3D. yeah. But, at the same time, uh, in hours of need, we can go to our best of Queen and listen to I Want To Be Free. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be free. <laughs> Glenn is in a caravan in Cornwall. Good evening, Glenn. No, I'm in Accrington. <laughs> Accrington Stanley. Oh, this is Glenn, Glenn. Oh, you all right, mate? Hello, fella. Glenn was, Glenn was in a caravan in Cornwall. And yeah, that was two months ago, so why not? You didn't go for a, a cream tea. <laughs> oh, no, yeah, no. You'd have loved uh, a cream I, tea, I, Glenn. I have plenty of ice creams. Yeah, but that's not the same as... Cream tea is a scone, clotted yeah. cream and a bit of jam. Hold on, Glenn, you I still... Actually, I, I, had a, I had a scone today in a, in a cafe at uh, the same time in Accrington. But it just had uh, butter on, not, not cream. <laughs> <laughs> the old cottage cream. <laughs> huh? Anyway, what it is? I love Glenn. Glenn, is one, Glenn has called in a couple of times before. He's not I, a regular, but he's one of my favourites. What I, is, uh, I've applied for a job at the new Tesco in Accrington. Yes. It's, I've applied for a job that it's opening in November. Oh, fingers and crossed. it's being built at the moment, yeah, right? Yeah, Now, I, I'm just wondering, uh, for your advice, really... Yeah, OK. Because at the moment, I'm, I, I work at Little Chef just four hours away. I've been there for the past six and a half years. Yeah. You know, I'm car park, picking all rubbish, and joke bins. May now, I... If I get this no. job at Tesco, if <laughs> I get offered it, yeah. which I shall be in the next few weeks, yeah. do I take the job at Tesco and stop doing what you have to can I, can I refer you to my esteemed colleague, uh, Dougie Anderson, um, who <laughs> will give us his advice? Dougie. Thank you, Leroy. Um, <laughs> hi, Glenn. It's Dougie hey, here. What is, I haven't worked for <laughs> a long time. I've had mental problems. Like. No, I know, I know. Let me just stop you there for a second. Um, I have got a slight problem with Tesco, and it's this. 
Um, no, yeah. Not the big Tesco's, but the more, yeah. what do you call them, the local Tesco's? The, the, the local ones, yeah. 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 It, yeah. Is, it is impossible to go into any one of those shops yeah. and not have at least one person stacking the shelves... That's true. ...and getting yeah. in the way of your shop. That's so what I would say that. to you is, go for the job, and if you get it, just be a little bit work-shy sometimes, so there might right. be a five- to ten-minute <laughs> barrier throughout the day when nobody's stacking any shelves and someone yeah. can go into the... They've got a lovely sort of natural see, nut see, counter and get pistachios. <laughs> well, they've been caught waiting now, because I haven't worked for such a long time. But in the, I've never worked... They say you have to work up tills and stack, stack up shelves. Yeah. Well, I haven't done anything like that actually, so... I would, I would imagine that there would be <clears throat> training involved in the job. Yeah, and they oh, definitely yeah, won't yeah, start yeah, you off on the tills. There, no. There is eight-week training, yeah. Well, then, eight weeks. Eight weeks? Wow! Eight weeks? There was only six weeks training to, before you got shipped out to D-Day. <laughs> my co- my yeah. college course wasn't as long as eight weeks. That's incredible, Glenn. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's... A, but, Glenn, listen, we know... Two listen, and a half days a week for eight weeks. What, but this, you could be lucky, because I know you're looking for love. This may be the place where you find yeah. love. Well, there's actually... About 500 jobs going in like, this new Tesco. In Hang on, where, where, is, where is this? Where is this shop opening opening up? It's in, in Accrington. Accrington. Right, Dougie, I'm off. You do the rest it, of the show. It, I'm out of here. <laughs> okay, well, Glenn, but very best of luck. Do let us know if you get it, won't you? Yeah, well, I, I, well, it should be in the next few weeks. So, if I hear you're right, I'll uh, gearing and let you know. Okay, well, thanks for that. Yeah, good, thank you very much, luck. mate. Bye, Glenn. Bye. There we go. Glenn, Glenn is lovely. He's 36 years old. He's never had a girlfriend. You, you've got to feel... Never had a... Never had a girlfriend. Mm. You've got to feel sorry for him in that respect. He's a nice lad. But if he gets a new job in Tesco's with the other 499 people... Um, he's quids in. It could be the start of something. He's quids in. Uh, you saw the um, uh, that film about the French uh, gentleman. Serge Gainsbourg. That's the one. Was it any good? It was excellent. Um, the thing is with Serge Gainsbourg, yeah. or Gainsbourg, People in this country, in fact, all over the world, bar France, just think he was a sort of drunk, drunk old chain-smoking, chain-smoking guy. He wrote Je Tame One on Blue and it. went out with Bridget Bardot yeah, and Jane Birkin. Now, he did do all those things. It was rude to Whitney Houston. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. fun. Said he wanted to caress her in a rather erotic <laughs> manner. <clears throat> and, he did um, other stuff, you say? Yeah, his wow. back catalogue is amazing. He even went to uh, Jamaica, recorded with Sly and Robbie, the first French reggae album, and it is actually good. Wow. Mm. Although, if you can't speak French, it's kind of lost. And if you don't like reggae as well. <laughs> if, you, if you don't Which like I reggae don't. or the French, I once said on LBC it. that I, I hated reggae. I thought it was the worst kind of music. A woman phoned up and said I was being racist. Genuinely believed I was being racist. Oh, that's not fair, because that's like me saying I don't like folk or... Um, well, folk, you don't... Well, garage techno. Oh, you mean the genre of folk, but you don't... Yeah, yeah, folk. yeah. I don't, I, don't, I don't like folk. <laughs> I've got to say, I, <laughs> I don't like folk. Um, I tend to have a bit of a problem with them, the old talking and even walking past them. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Was uh, uh, was um, uh, was the film any good? It was. Um, um, hello. Well, well. This is David Bellamy. Well, if um, it is David Bellamy, this is David Bellamy, if it is David Bellamy, you'll know the answer to the question I'm about to ask you. Oh, okay, go on. Question yeah. for David. David, what is your favourite conifer? Uh, my favourite conifer is um, a frosty mound. It is David. It's, it, it is, is Dave. David Bellamy. Wow. How does that sound? Yeah, it sounded, sounded drunk. What can we well, do for well, you, David? Well, mine's grown really beautifully. Y- yes. I'd like to say to Ian Eloise, it's grown very beautifully, and by the midsummer... We've got someone phoning up doing a Frank Spencer in a minute as well. It'd be really wonderful. <laughs> Betty, the cat's done a whoopsie. <laughs> well, that's, that's, that's great, David. Thanks so much for calling Would in. Would you like to speak about my labrilia? I didn't get that at all. Um, although, can I just oh, say, it was still a very good impression. <laughs> 
And you know he's over, he's doing the hand. Did you say something about Bluetooth, or did I completely hear the wrong thing? <laughs> yes. Okay, well, thank you so much for calling. Thank you very much. <laughs> Just one of the that that was my favourite ever David Bellamy impression, and I've heard a few. Jumbo, but when when you were at school, it was David Bellamy and Frank Spencer was the thing. People would still do Frank Spencer impressions when it means nothing. These I days. I once saw a video yeah. on Blue Peter years ago of yeah. Richard Bacon oh. doing a David Bellamy impression in his mum and dad's back garden. <laughs> and now look at him; he's in the new Simon Mayo, living the dream. Are you sure? I just read Mark Commode's autobiography. Yes, it's good. Yes, it's a good read. What's it called again? The uh... but f- in a, uh, film, <laughs> film, the film man in the film world. <laughs> watch, watch, I think it's called watching movies from from yeah. a distance. Yeah, it's gone with the chainsaw in the front and the, yeah, and, and the popcorn. And the popcorn. Mm. Those are the motifs throughout the book. It's good. It's quite good. Um, we, we tried to get him in tonight, but he couldn't make it. So I like Kermode because. He doesn't sit on a fence, no. and he doesn't really care what people no. think about his opinions, which yeah. is what he should be doing as yeah. a film critic. Yeah. You've got others, like your um, Jason Solomons, who... Uh, <laughs> is, it, is he like James Jason, King? Jason Solomon. Yeah, James, Jason Solomon. I think he writes for uh, The Observer, I think, does the film. Oh, press, I, would, I don't read papers. pops up on Six Music on Nimone's show to do some stuff there. It would be good to be a film critic, wouldn't you? Because you watch films <laughs> and you go, that was good. Yes, but the fact is you have to be critical, and some of them are too scared to be critical. And uh, I think, uh, take the fear. Yeah. Mould it into uh, yeah. the manifestation of a ball yeah. and kick out the park. <laughs> <laughs> Standing to attention at the end of the song. What was that for? I don't know. I just felt the need. You got all excited and you're up on your feet there, rock and roll. Ian Lee on Absolute Radio, joined by Dougie Anderson, who uh, used to present um, Rise, and I believe he did a uh, Stars in Cars. Stars in Fast Cars. Stars in Fast Cars, which was a lot of lot of love for on the <laughs> Facebook page. There, <laughs> a lot of love for it on the Facebook page. I like that programme. I thought it was all right. That yeah, was good fun. We've all done. Let's be honest. We've all done stuff, and I'm not saying that is, but we've all done stuff that we, we were just taking the paychecks well, or weren't as good as we yeah, thought. But the thing is. As we, as we, well, it isn't a secret in the world of TV. You, you try and turn down enough stuff that you don't want to do yep. for certain reasons. Yes. And if people knew the kind of stuff maybe that you have turned out, yeah. you'd get a saint to it. Yes. And perhaps me. Well, um, I, I, I'm happy to say, I turned down Series 5 of the 11 o'clock show. I walked away from £90,000. £90,000 wow. I walked away from. I also turned down during Rise, and this is the, I wish someone had taken me to one side and said, Stop and do this. Uh, they, they asked me to host Have I Got News For You when yeah. I was doing Rise, and I said, No, I don't fancy it. I bottled it. I was complete. I bottled <gasps> it. I would have been out of my depths. Yeah, but you're man enough to talk about it now, and that's one of the four reasons why I respect you so much. Well, maybe throughout <laughs> the night we'll find the other three reasons as well. Maureen Walker's on the line. Hello, Ian. Hello, Maureen Walker. How are you? I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe I'm actually talking to you now. Well, it's, 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 a, phone, it's a phoning show. That's how it works. It's, it's, it's not really rocket science, but you are talking to me. You're also talking to Dougie. How are you, Maureen? I'm very well, thank you. And how are you? How's your evening been? It's been uh, a lot of fun. Well, I, I went and had some fun. I saw someone trying to steal someone else's mobile phone. Oh, my God. What and did I, you do? I, was in a, I didn't do anything. I just what? went, oh, God, what's going on? How did you not help them? Well, I'll tell you. I was in a restaurant, and we just got in the restaurant. I'm trying not to belch now. I'm doing your thing. Hey, oh, uh, yeah, pause. Ak- 
Uh, and, and we were in the restaurant, me and my friend, and we'd just been playing some songs on the ukulele. I've got my ukulele here, I might play some You've Beyonce got later on. Ukulele. I might play some Beyonce later on. Oh, dear God. What's wrong with that? <laughs> on my ukulele. Beyonce on a ukulele, I don't think so. Yeah, that sounds like a challenge to me. <laughs> That sounds like a challenge. Uh, far be it for me to challenge you, Ian. Uh, you said you can't play this. Just want to let you know, Maureen, that the ukulele is coming out of its cage. Oh. And when I say cage, okay, it's, excited. it's OK, you're saying we can't play Beyonce in a ukulele, Go is for that... it. Go on, then. OK. To the left, to the left, everything you own in a oh box to the left, in the closet. That's my stuff, yes, if I bought it, please don't touch. Keep talking that mess, that's fine, but could you oh all can talk at the same time? And it's my name that's on that cat. La, 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 let me call you a cat. It's Beyonce on the ukulele. Beyonce on the ukulele. For Maureen. Okay, you must not know about me, you must not know about me. Don't know I can have another you in a minute, matter of fact, he'll be here in a minute, baby. You must not know about me, you must not know about me. I could have another you by tomorrow. <laughs> Difficult chord. Don't you ever for a second get to the unseen. <laughs> oh, the harmonies are coming out. <laughs> Come on, Maureen. All right, all right. Consider me told. Consider me told. So we're in this restaurant, <laughs> <laughs> and there's, there's we, I walk past this this lady and this gentleman. Yeah. And there was a there was a, a gentleman leaning over the lady with these really big postcards. That's what struck me. Really big postcards. Okay. Right. The, the postcards are about the how half, big? About half the size of A4. Uh-huh. I don't, is oh, that A5? A3. Oh, that's, no, A5. That's A5. They're, they're, A5. they're A5. Yeah. Okay. yeah. A5 postcards of like Pakistan and India. I said that seemed to be. <laughs> and he had them. What? I thought, what was it? <laughs> sorry, what was it? <laughs> <laughs> Let's think it. Well, that's really weird. But I thought he was a waiter there, you, right. as you do. <clears throat> and then he was doing this weird kind of shuffle with. Right, okay, so look, look, Dougie. Was look, it the Harlem shuffle? <laughs> Dougie, stand up and look. Okay, yeah, so yeah. I've got these postcards. He had three. But look, see where, see where my iPod is on the desk, okay? Yeah, I can see so, it. So you, can you see it? Yeah, hold on. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. So, and he was going, these, these postcards, these postcards, oh, these no, postcards, yeah. these. And then, right. the, then the, the iPod disappeared. Uh-huh. The, it was her phone. People do the same with maps. They'll come up. Why, they'll, why would you steal a map? They'll, they'll, no, they'll come up with a map, right. mobile oh. phone on the table, and they go. Oh, put the Excuse map over me. the phone. Maureen, not for the first time, your mouth has opened, and a great big <laughs> truth just popped out. <laughs> they do. They, yeah, and they go. Excuse My me. My mouth is never open, and poop never pops out. He said truth. You, well, I said truth. Why would, truth. Why would I said poop truth. come out of your mouth? Imagine if you opened your mouth and poop actually <laughs> came out. This is oh, not. I. I. No. Come on, Maureen. Yes. Yes. I'm sure I remember as a young child, uh, we had a cat called Toby. He's dead now. He got run over when we moved to Farnham Common. Anyway, I remember as a child Toby um, coughing and a poo coming out of his mouth. Oh. But that is, that's physically that impossible. That, yeah, couldn't that, that couldn't have happened. Maybe it was like, I, you know, I only refuse ball. to believe that. I will refuse it if you say it again next year and the year after. Okay, well, that's Maybe it was a purple. Shaped like poo. Anyway, yeah, yes. I, anyway. Yeah, so they come up with a map and go, excuse me, can you tell me the way to um, Tower Bridge? <laughs> And uh, they'll cover the phone yeah. when asking, and you'll be okay. like, "This is this is my both of you have hijacked yeah. my story." And you're looking at you, and you'll say to them, "Well, I'd, still- I'd help, but you know, you're currently on the high street in Belfast, <laughs> so you're going to have to get a ferry to get back to the mainland anyway." <laughs> and so then I, they'll just pick it up and go away. So the woman said, "You're trying to steal my phone," and the guy was going, "Whoa, no, I'm not." And I didn't do anything. So what I did was I looked, and then I looked away and just was choosing what food I was going to order because I didn't want to get involved. And then the guy went. Oh, but then that's I, such a typical London thing to do. No, she was. It is. She was because doing, like what? It 
Yes. Like, if what? he was up north, yeah. they'd, they'd be like, no, and run him down well, and beat him up. Ten, ten like minutes. That. But that's... in London, it's always like, look the other way. Ten minutes. Are... Shut up, Maureen Walker. Ten minutes after the incident, <laughs> I asked the lady if she was all right. And she was, apparently. But then they tried to get a free meal off the restaurant, which I think they should have, because there was only a tiny little place. Shut that. up, woman, I'm talking! <laughs> It was only a tiny little place. Jesus. That's so typical London, man. <laughs> it was only a tiny little place. And she was going, I'm surprised that the guy was even allowed in here. What were you doing letting the guy in? And the, the waiter, the, the bloke behind the counter went, well, I didn't notice anything. Well, and look, he, the guy who, the, the parent, it was a guy who was trying to steal the phone, then tried to get a free dinner. What's that? What? <laughs> no. Did, they, did, the, did the people behind the counter pretend not to see him, or do you think they saw him and, and or didn't see him at all? Which, hang on, how many options were there, though? Okay, two. okay, okay. Did they pretend not to see him, or do you think they really didn't see him? They pretended not to see him, Maureen Walker. Ah, okay. Anyway, I think we're getting to the point where I wish I didn't do this job anymore. So, Maureen Walker, <laughs> you've called in about something funny you saw. On the TV this weekend. Oh, if you're just going to say you saw a comedy programme... No, that... it wasn't. No, that's the thing. Oh, it oh. wasn't. It wasn't a comedy oh, programme, oh. I promise you. Oh, OK. Well, don't forget, after, after midnight, we've got Dougie Anson's TV review coming up, so... Uh, oh, hello. oh! Don't, I hope you're not stealing his thunder, but let's, let's hear it more and more. All right, OK. Um, I was watching <laughs> horse jumping. I don't normally watch horse jumping. Horse jumping? Like, Did you see a horse's, horse's um, dinkle? Is that, is oh, that what yeah. You're... But the thing was... It's <laughs> a horse's dinkle story. The thing was, right, <laughs> the... Um, the the lady who was like presenting yes. was like, I think it had just won some one of the. Uh... I think the horse's dinkle had won something. No, 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 the horse, the, okay. ho- the okay. rider and the horse had just won. Yeah, congratulations. And then they went to the show of the horse like rearing up and stuff. And Hang on, we, oh, need, we, need some, we need some music for this. I need some appropriate music. <laughs> I'm getting music. I'm quite excited. I'm okay. getting music. Away you go. And um, like it was rearing up, and she's like describing going, Oh, yes, and it's just one, and it's very excited. And then you thought, Oh, excited. And then you looked, and it was the biggest thing I've ever seen. And then it started oh, shooting everywhere. I'm, I'm playing the wrong music. We need this music, of course. Hang on a second. Let me just. Uh, I'm totally playing the wrong music. Hang on. Let's, uh, <laughs> cue this uh, bad boy up. Okay, here we go. This is, this is the music we need for a story like this. This what is. Uh, this is called Kinky Peanut. Oh, is it? <laughs> it really is. It's called Kinky Peanut. Imagine Kinky a kink- Peanut. So, and then it started weeing everywhere. Chizzing everywhere. Oh, you can't say that. I thought that's what you said, and I was just saying, <laughs> you can't say that. Okay, it started like... Well, we know, we know. You've said it twice now. We've all got an idea what it started doing. <laughs> but that's... You're, you're like a five-year-old when they go to the zoo and they see monkeys chucking just, manure. No, but it was just bizarre. And then I started asking my mate, why did it... How did it do that? And apparently... They Is Maureen Walker 12 years old? I, I thought she was a grown woman. Let's ask her. <laughs> Maureen Walker, are you 12 I am a years... grown woman. I, I would say you're 36 years old. Oh, two out. 34. 38, 38 yes. Yeah. It's definitely going upwards. There's no way that's going to <laughs> Well, they do say you regress the older you get. No, they, you, know, you get older. Oh, you That's, know what I mean. No, you definitely get older, I think. Did, Dougie, you, you I don't get... know, I'm just thinking of... Maureen's story, and I've got to be honest, I did find it a little bit crude. Now, <laughs> you find that crude? It's, not, it's just nature. Well, you say nature, I say crudity on a grander scale than <laughs> I was expecting. Imagine that's a crudity. That would be. Uh, <laughs> um, it is. You have. You have. Eloise, how did this woman get through the um, strict <laughs> screening process that we have in place? You should. You know I'm better. not that strict. You know that. <laughs> It was her laugh that got me. It had me at hello. Okay, so her filthy, filthy laugh. We'll let her come on and tell a story about horse, basically horses, penises, and bum bums. It was just bizarre, though. 
know. It was so bizarre. Maureen mentioned that she was watching this with a friend. Yes. Special friend? <laughs> no comment. Oh, a lover. Was it a lover? No comment. Someone... So were you making love in front of the ho- a horse going <laughs> to the toilet? That is no. sick. Yeah. That no, is you, you sick. You know when you're just channel flicking? So you were just sat in front of the telly, flicking away with your friend. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, no! And then... The, steady, oh. steady. I, I promised myself I wouldn't get caught by your... Words, yeah. <laughs> 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 miserably. Miserably. Maureen Walker, you're my new favourite 38 year old caller. Will you call again? <laughs> oh, brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's, good. that's a strong yes, I'm sure. Oh, she was fun, Maureen. wasn't she? Uh, okay, 033 is the phone number. Um, Dougie Anderson is here. Nice to have you here, sir. Nice to be here too, sir. Eloise is here. Hello. What <laughs> <laughs> voice? That's your real voice, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Uh, and uh, we will have more of your calls. Don't forget, it's Freshers Week, so we uh, we want new callers or people who've not called too many times before. There are topics out there. I'll re- I'll I tell you what. Let's let's play the. No, it's not, I'll just clear. These my are very sensitive I'll, microphones. Sorry, I'll, I'll back off for the Jeez. next clearance. <laughs> <laughs> Ian's just warming up for the next link and uh, I don't think I'm the only one who's very much looking forward to it. <laughs> Here he comes. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have more of your calls after Katie Tunstall. That's all I was going to say. It's nothing special. <laughs> no, that's not right. Ian Lee. Ian Lee. Ah, salute. Radio. Guess who uh, I'm friends with now? Who? Steve Gutenberg. Really? Yeah, I'm friends with Steve Gutenberg. Uh, in what respect? On, on a computer basis or on a one-to-one friendly face basis? I, I've got his phone number. How did you meet him? He came in on. He came in the show. I, I, I watched all seven Police Academy movies in one day, mm. and it was like taking a, a vast amount of heroin. It was, it was <laughs> a lot of fun for a bit, and then it got very, very dark and nasty. Uh, and anyway, he came in on the show one once because he was doing pantomime. And at the end of it, and it, I was really nervous, and he was, we got on very well. At the end of it, he, he said, um, when we finished, he said, oh, uh, do you fancy going out for dinner one night? <laughs> <laughs> and I went, yeah, all right. <laughs> it's my holy. It's my holy. Not until we make Cocoon 3. <laughs> so I, I said, yeah, yeah, go on then. And we, um, he gave me his number, mm. and I thought nothing of it. I thought, okay, he's just being polite. There's nothing mm. will happen. But he's given me his, his uh, cell number, cell phone, they call it. Yeah, they do. Gave me his number. Uh, I thought nothing of it, and then that night I was uh, was doing a gig somewhere, a stand-up gig, and I thought I'm going to I'm going to send Steve Gutenberg a text. I might as well. So I sent him a little text saying, "Hey Steve, Ian from the radio, just so you got my number. If you want to go out for for dinner, love to. But you know, otherwise, hope you have a nice time. Nothing of it." Ten minutes later, I got a text saying, "Yeah, I'm free tomorrow night. Do you want to go out?" <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, this is wicked." So me and my wife. Um, took him to a Japanese restaurant. Now, she didn't know who he was. I said Steve Gutenberg she, from Police Academy, yeah. Mahoney, Mahomo. Yeah. She, she said, I don't... three men and a baby. Well, this, I, didn't, I didn't mention that. Yeah. And anyway, he walked in and she went, oh, my God, it's the man from Three Men and a Baby. Uh. <laughs> One of my favourite films. <laughs> I was going, I didn't realise, Fandango, I would have told you. It's Tom Selleck. <laughs> oh, my God. Tom Selleck. Oh, Tom Selleck. D- 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 oh, I'm not allowed to say that. I nearly revealed who I was um, doing Come Dine With Me because they had a oh. Tom Selleck story. I nearly uh, let that mm. out. Can you tell us the story? Was it Ted Danson? <laughs> <laughs> 
yeah, it was Dead Dancing. No, it was um, it was um, Higgins. No, I can't tell you the but story because it's not even that interesting. Thanks for Steve Gutenberg. Yeah, he was doing Panto in London. Yeah, was it? He was probably just lonely. He doesn't know anyone. Yeah, came on your show. Yeah, enjoyed your company. Yeah, and then thought, well, he's a guy I could spend a, an hour or so with at a meal, and then was gutted when you walked in with your wife. <laughs> Because he wants to make love to you. <laughs> Goods wanna leave. We did. <laughs> but but no, we and we were with him from like we were with him for four or five hours. We we spoke to his girlfriend in America on the phone. Was it his girlfriend though, or was it just a ruse? Um, it probably was. It probably was. It probably was. He told us about the ghost in Three Men and a Baby. Oh the yeah, ghost. what? Are you, yeah, what is that? Do you know about the ghost in Three Men and a Baby? No, I've, no. S- I've seen it. There's what a ghost in Three Men and a Baby. Is it real? What did he say? Well, he did a very... He, there's a ghost in Three Men and a Baby. There's actually, if you watch the film, there is a scene where you can see a shadowy figure. Really? In the background. Yeah, yeah, He did a very funny story um, about how... Um, it went off about 10, 15 minutes about how a, a child had died. Funny story. How a child had died in that flat and in the apartment and da-la-la. And then he kind of... Then he, he goosed me and went, there wasn't really a ghost in there! <laughs> and he goosed me. He, was, he made it funnier than that, obviously. I've, I've missed out a lot of the... Uh, yeah, it sounds like a bit of a lame joke. It was, no, it was, it was, it was funny. And we were with him for five <laughs> hours, and then we, we, we would go to his hotel for breakfast, like, three or four times. We'd go to his hotel and have breakfast with Steve Gutenberg. Eggs Benedict? Um, no, he wasn't there. <laughs> the face man, is that what you're talking about? <laughs> Eggs Benedict. Do you get it? <laughs> Uh, I'm referring, of course, to George Papard. No, uh, it was... Uh, we were going to have, um... I think I did have omelette. Mm. It's not really a story, but... What, well, what, what Hollywood story superstars have you had breakfast with, Dougie? Uh, Eloise? None. I, I didn't moan about it. I think it's Dougie you need to take this tension out. No, I, I, I didn't moan about it at all. I was just mm, interested in what you had sick. for breakfast with goots. Um, goots. Are you friends with anyone famous now? No, of course not. I don't like famous people. Do you see much of Zora Suleiman? No, you asked me the same. <laughs> <laughs> Who's that? She was the news lady on Rise. Was she horrible? No, she was. She was lovely. She um, had, I remember she always had big headlines, <laughs> really big headlines. She had, she had her knockers, but I wasn't one of them. <laughs> <laughs> Ian, you're doing what you say you hate, like the Bin crap. Laddish. Yeah, the oh, crap food jokes, Dougie, like melon food jokes. But, I didn't. But she did have she did have big knockers. That was what she was famous for. She was well known <laughs> for for that. Yeah, and and well known for enjoying being known for that. She was actually yes. <laughs> uh, Chris, let's let's move away from this. Chris is in Ivor in Buckinghamshire. Good evening, Chris. Me. Well, let's let's go through the what we know so far. <laughs> is your name Chris? It is. Are you in Ivor in Buckinghamshire? I'm not. Well, where are you? I'm in Spain. Oh, well, why does it say Ivor? Staines is, is horrible and Ivor is posh. Oh, he gave yeah. me a second number and it came up automatically as that. If that oh. No, you're, you're definitely an Ivor, Chris. Oh, OK. I've been to Ivor once. Yeah, I've been to, I drove through Ivor once. It's it nice. It's flower, isn't it? it? Well, yeah, but it's, it's nicer than Staines. Yeah, Staines isn't great. No. Well, there are some nice places, like my friend's got a million-pound house in Staines. We're looking to buy a, a, a house, OK, in Muswell mm. Hill. Muswell Hill, which is quite nice, but it's not that nice. It's in North London for the, everyone yep. living outside of I, London. I, I've never been there. OK. We saw a house that we liked the other day, yep. and we got in touch with the estate agent and said, could you, <clears> this house on this street, could you tell us how much it is? Mm. They said, yes, it's £1.9 million. <laughs> £1.9 
million pounds. What for... reaction did you have? I went, hmm, OK, well, think about it. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you would I couldn't that. afford it. I couldn't afford a third of that. It was ridiculous. Two million pounds. When you were walking around it, did you think... This is, this is an house. We didn't get as far as walking around. How close it. was it to the uh, cinema in Muswell Hill? The cinema, which has the, the, the screen one, in, is the worst screen. One of my least favourite screens, because you're sat a long way away from the screen and the sound isn't very good. But it, was, it, it was maybe five-minute walk. That's why it's 1.8. Do you remember John Sparks? John Sparks? He was an absolutely. Do you remember absolutely? Uh, the Welsh... Shut. Yes, it yes. was. I met his wife at the weekend. Yeah, did the the toilet sketch, like yeah, sitting yeah. in the toilet, and also the old couple, um, uh, Morena Banks playing his wife. Yes, yeah. I met his wife. How come? I was at an open garden. Mm-hmm. So, Chris, what have you got for us? Um, well, I thought I'd try and lead a poshest caller. Why? Because, um, well, I phoned him once before, um, about April this year. Yes. And uh, I was just talking about whatever we were talking about. Yeah. And then um, Chavi Vicky came on. Yeah. And we had a five-minute conversation, just us. Okay. Uh, was it as fun that. as this one? <laughs> and then um, <laughs> I went on the Facebook page and I was just, you know, looking and everyone said, oh, this guy sounds so posh. You d- you're not sounding very posh now. No, I don't think you sound posh. I think oh. you sound like you- you're obviously, you can enunciate and I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if you had further education under your belt. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> You don't, you, you don't know. I've just been to a, a secondary state school. Okay, well, it's not and also you're in Stain, so it's not sounding. Uh, Chris, stay there because That's Alex, cool. who's in Dublin, wants to uh, uh, try and be the poshest caller. Oh, don't oh, you? Is this a castle person? Yeah, Alex, you live in a castle. Quite possibly, yeah. <laughs> is it? I've got, I've got to ask the question. Are you a gentleman or a, or a lady? Lady. You're, <laughs> <laughs> She's definitely posh. Oh. When a lady sounds like a man, <laughs> then yeah. you know it's it's posh. Yeah, like Bea Arthur. <laughs> <laughs> Bea Arthur was on uh, Judge Judy once. Did you see that? Uh, no, no. And, and Johnny Rotten was on Judge Judy. No, I didn't see that. Either. Oh, I'll get it on YouTube. It's it's a, it's brilliant. Okay, Judge... but, but let's go back yes. to Dublin. Oh yes, <laughs> Alex. Yeah. So Alex, and uh, are you spelling your name? How are you spelling your name? Um, well, it's Alex. A L I X. Oh. You were questioning oh, no. my spelling then, weren't you? No, I was thinking, if, if she's spelling oh. Alex with an I, Alex. That's the rule book shipped out once this, again. This is going... <laughs> you're rolling up your shirt sleeves. This is getting dangerous. <laughs> so, Alex. Yes? Yeah. These weeks, I, I'm normally very good at uh, getting people's ages. I can't get it from, um, 22. Seventeen. No, I'm 15. 15? 15-year-old? <laughs> and you're in Dublin... I'm, I'm in Dublin, and Amelia Conifee is not sitting beside me. Oh, but okay. there's no Dublin accent. No, there is, is there? there is. It's just coming through now. Oh, okay, I, I heard it. Um. <laughs> Say something else. Do you really live in a castle, Alix? Yeah. Which way? This this. Will be it. Oh. The staircase. Oh, you're wrong. The spiral. Oh, yeah, I was told to tell you you're wrong about staircases. I'm not, not all of them go clockwise. I'm not wrong. I'm not. I'm not wrong about staircases. This is a fact, Dougie. Mm-hmm. Uh, in every castle in in England, that could be hey. different in Ireland. <laughs> Uh, apart right. from two, mm-hmm. the spiral staircases go clockwise, so that if you were being attacked... Shut up. So if you're <laughs> at the top of the staircase and you've got attackers coming up, uh-huh. you can use your right arm, and the people coming up have to use their left arm, so they're at a disadvantage. Although, if they're coming up the staircase in your castle, they're probably going to kill you anyway, so it doesn't make that much... <laughs> right. doesn't make that much difference. But you're disputing this, are you, at Leaks? Well, yeah, one of them goes anti-clockwise. Well, you, but you're in Ireland, so that's different. Oh, oh, because it's so different in Ireland because we're all left-handed. Well, no, 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 not at all. But just, it's, <laughs> I'm just saying this rule only applies, and I did say this only applies to England. Oh, really? Okay, so no. that's a bit odd. But okay. 
Okay, I was watching Who Do You Think You Are last night with uh, Derva yeah. Kerwin, uh, oh, who's yeah. in Bally Angel. Yeah, I remember that. That was a big problem. She's kind of disappeared a bit, hasn't big she? Big problem. She is married to Rupert Henry Jones from uh, no. Spooks and oh, okay. Blonde Hair Chap. Yeah. And, Hello, um, and what I was going to say was there'd been a bit of a problem due to the callers. Is she or isn't she yeah. Irish accented? Yes. So if she was to maybe say. I've been to Bally Angel, but they weren't filming, which led to a really disappointing fortnight holiday in the town where it's set. We might be able to decipher okay. if she has. Alex, could you could you say that for us, please? Sorry. No, not getting it there. <laughs> <laughs> D- Dougie, give her the phrase that pays one more time. Okay, could you say that uh, I went for a fortnight's holiday to where they film Bally Angel, but unfortunately they weren't filming at the time, and it led to a disastrous two-week holiday. <laughs> oh God, okay, I was. Um, I was filming. I went to the place where they filmed Bally Kiss Angel, but unfortunately they weren't filming at the time. <laughs> and, and what did it make the holiday? Um, disastrous. Disastrous. Yeah. She's not Irish in the slightest. <laughs> not Irish I in the Irish. slightest. I can, I can hear the lilt. I can hear the lilt. I can hear the tango. Totally tropical taste. Pineapple and grapefruit. Well, I'm walking along the beach with my can of lilt. Chris, listen, you're certainly not as posh as a leak, I'm afraid. Oh. Is Chris, how old's Chris? How old are you, Chris? I'm 16. 16. Low voice. Low voice. Low voice, yeah. You started early. Well done. That's going to be my telephone voice. It could be. What's your non telephone voice? Um, I don't know. Uh, um, <laughs> oh. I, don't, I don't know. Okay, well, that's, that's fine. There's no reason why you should. Uh, Alex, you're quite posh, but I, I, I don't believe you're Irish, despite your uh, can of lilt. I am Irish. There we go. That's that's what she say. <laughs> I say no, sir. Uh, Cheryl Crow, and after Cheryl Crow, oh, Dougie, it's your TV review of the week. Hullabaloo. <laughs> Absolute radio. We've got a treat for you in a second, but first, we let's go through some of these calls. Spence has been on the line for forty-six minutes. Good evening, Spence. Oh no, you're on there. Hello, Spence. Bonjour. <coughs> Bonjour. No. Mr. Lee, Mr. Anderson. Spence. Oh yeah, um, I hear you vaguely talking about uh, David and Goliath earlier. That we what we were yes. talking about David and Goliath. Yes, yes we a little were. bit. And I've got a rather insightful text from my street bible. Street so, Bible? Uh, what, what, yes. what's, what's a street Bible? It's, it's a Bible which a school made to connect with the middle... No, not the middle class, the working class okay. on a religious level. Mm. Um, so wow. here we go. Do you have a mystical soundtrack at all? Uh, I don't know if I've got... Let me see if I've got some religious music here. Hang on a second. Ah, yes, I have, actually, bizarrely. Here we go. This, is, this, this, this should fit. Away <laughs> <laughs> you go, Spence. That's, that's perfect. <clears throat> the Philistine and his muscle-man shield carrier... Closing on David, he soon sees that David's just a kid, a good-looking kid, but just a kid. Was David good-looking? I didn't know that. He Is that starts giving some verbal. What? I'm some dog, am I? You come at me with sticks and stones. He starts calling down filthy curses, invoking every god he's ever heard to give vent to temper. Get eerie booms. It'll tear out your liver and let the birds... Let me stop you there for a second. It's not that street, is it? Invoking every god he's ever heard of. That's not really street... uh, They they kind of failed in that area. But I think it's good that the people off the street have the opportunity to learn about such such biblical tales. Tales, yeah. Why don't they just read the Bible, though? Because it's it's original Latin. They can't read. Okay, okay. Well, let's let's, let's have a bit more of this, Spence. It's sounding good. All right, it picks up later into it. 
The Philistine giant lunges at David, who reaches into his bag as he runs forward. He grabs a pebble, sticks it in his sling, whips it round his head and lets fly. Like that. The stone flies like a bullet, smacks Goliath full on the head and carries on through. He breaks through the forehead and dodges in his skull. Goliath's whole bulk collapses and lands face down in the dust. So David wins with a sling and stone, no sword. And that's the end. I like Spence wow. the way he got into the yeah. character there. He's using a bit of a you know a bit of a sort of cockney. Type he was accent. doing what I do when I have builders round, and he was putting on the builder's voice. You know, when you kind of talk down a bit. How much is that going to be then, Gov? You do that kind <laughs> of. Voice. He was doing that, wasn't he? Which was was Spence excellently yeah. read, sir. Could you be uh, our unofficial street Bible correspondent? I can. I can do that on a regular basis. Dear, thank okay. you, Spence. Let's, let's see you next week on Barabbas. I do. <laughs> I do think that's one of the things that's missing from radio these days. Well, is Bible talk. Yeah. Mm. That's a good name for a show. Yeah. Let's put that... Listen, let's, let, let's put that as a, forward as a suggestion for Absolute Radio. <laughs> D- Dougie and Ian's Bible Talk. Welcome to Bible Talk, and today we've got Lloyd Hunnigan and Lloyd's Bible. <laughs> <laughs> Harry's in Hatfield Heath. Good evening, Harry. What's up? Hey, yeah. so what's up? I've not had a what's up for 15 years. What is it? <laughs> <laughs> what's the matter? Yes, Harry. <clears throat> um, you were t- uh, talking about uh, weapons dangerous weapons that he had as a child. I do, but you may have noticed, Dougie, I put these topics out and no one responds to them whatsoever. Well, they do, but 90 minutes later. Yeah, exactly. There's a time delay. Yes, Harry, we were. Well, uh, I went to, like, I went to Spain and I bought a medieval mace. Whoa! He's <laughs> in there with the mace! Right. That's the stick um, with the, the spikes. Or, or can I ask ball? a supplementary question? Was it in the Basque region? Catalonia? Where about? Where, where? Uh, it was south... Uh, South, yeah, no, Mercia. Right. Which is, yeah, out of Okay. I just think it paints a picture of, you know. Yeah, totally. (laughs) But um, I tried to get it to the airport. Yeah. And it was in my bag at the beginning, and then they went through customs. They're not going to let you take a mace on an aeroplane, for goodness sakes. Well, they didn't didn't tell me, so... it's obvious. I know, although it is on that list of of things. It's of the lighter fluid, the matches, mace. It doesn't pop up on there. Yeah. (laughs) There must be a Spanish guy wandering around with with my mace and it, it's mine you had to I, leave it behind did you Harry well they didn't tell me they just nicked it oh man those, those Spanish I, people trying to stop people hijacking aeroplanes what on earth are they thinking it's about? for the best though because if you had tried to take it and you might be in a Spanish jail just now perhaps uh, in Bilbao not um, the nicest places to be eating some of the worst know. tapas in the country <laughs> <laughs> you'd literally have a tapas uh, <laughs> Harry thank you very much for that now um, uh, you we can hear the coughs. Uh, you're a big fan of the, the Bell and indeed the Sebastian, is that correct? That's correct. Would you like to... Sur- I'm going to let you pick a Bell and Sebastian song to play. Oh, excellent. We've not got many. <laughs> Name one. Well, tell me what you've got and I'll pick one from it. OK, we've got String Bean Jean. Mm-hmm. Stars of Track and Field, I like that one. That's a good one. The State I'm In, Ooh. Fox in the Snow, Get Me Away From Here, I'm Dying, <clears throat> Mayfly, Step Into My Office Baby, Blues Are Still Blue, Say Goodbye, I'm a Cuckoo, Funny Little Frog, The Blues Are Still Blue, White Collar Boy. Well, I tell you what, I think it's important to bring things up. You yeah. know, something with a bit of oomph. Yeah. So let's go for Funny Little Frog. Okay, so this is, uh, would you, would you uh, like to introduce it first? Okay, just tell me when. Now. I'm currently watching, enjoying and staring at Ian Lee. And for you, Ian, and the listeners... It's Bell and Sebastian with Funny Little Frog. Oh, no, hang on, this is the Bell Stars, the clapping song. What the hell is hang that? On. No, it's not got the wrong oh, song. Oh, come here. on. Sorry. Come on. Let's read it back in. Let's read it back in. Okay, right. Do, away you go. Go get it. Okay, Dougie Anderson. You can talk up to the vocals. He's got 14 seconds of... Uh, <clears throat> okay, so here we go. 
Okay. <laughs> okay, right. It's, it's difficult, isn't it? No, it's not. Sorry, I was just okay. thinking of what just happened. Okay, right, sorry. <laughs> it's, it's the bell star, the clapping song. This is not Bell and Sebastian, but this is... This is Dougie Anderson on Absolute Radio with Ian Lee and Eloise, his producer. We're having a good time. Are you? Four, three, two... Here comes the lyrics. <laughs> i tell you all about it someday. Excellent choice there, Dougie Anderson. Uh, Bell and Sebastian, what song was that? Funny Little Frog. Funny Little Frog from the album The Life Pursuit. Now, you, you, want, you desperately uh, were pleading during that. You said, please, please, please let me mention my website. I, I want everyone to go and see me on my website. So mention your website. Well, I, I didn't mention anything about it, but I will now that you've brought it up. Uh, MrDouglasAnderson.com <laughs> And is that Mr. with an MR or...? Just an MR. Just okay. an MR. I'm going to put the Mr. Mr. There Douglas... There may be things of interest for various people. Mr. Douglas Anderson... Com. I'm going to put that up on the Facebook page. Go to facebook.com forward slash Ian Lee Show if you want to see it. Or may I use the Latin by simply saying, thanking St. Jeffreys. <laughs> Are you sure that's the right address? Mister. But you, do you need a www? Yeah? No, you don't even need that. Just put in Mr. Douglas Anderson. But if I put the com. w in... Hey, there was someone on Radio 4 the other day from... Uh, John know, Humphreys? No, no, it wasn't him. You know if you go to America now, mm. you have to... Um, Get um, you have to get like a permit or something. Even if you're just going to America, you have to get a number or something. All right, this is true. Uh, and they had a guy from the American Embassy on there, saying, "Well, you know, well, this has been like this for a long time, and uh, we got a website that links uh, to it. It's H T T P colon <laughs> forward slash. He did. Th- he did that. No one does that anymore, do they? Well, they do if they're." Working for the American defense yeah. mechanism. So, MrDouglasAnderson.com, and there's funny films and stuff up there. Yeah, there's, yeah, well, you've seen some of the stuff, and then you liked it, you know. But there's you... funny films as well. Yeah. <laughs> Get out of here. You, we are the boys. We are the boys. <laughs> <laughs> there is very funny stuff on there. It's, it's, uh, I, I, there's I a blog and everything. I've been blogging my pen. I can't be bothered with blog. I, I'd started a blog. <clears throat> and I, if you go to my blog this year, if you go to my blog, at the start of this year, it's like, hey guys, I'm going to get all really positive and I'm going to write a blog every day. And then, like, January the 17th, it stops. I couldn't be bothered. No, but the good things, I think they're good if you want to write about, not about your own personal life, but about a film, a musician, whatever it might be. Yeah. If you've got an artistic bent that you want to write about. I don't think you can say that anymore. <laughs> uh, and what's your Twitter? You're on Twitter, you've only got like 68 followers. I know, I don't really know how to do Twitter. Like, Many other people, you know what I mean? Because I mean, do you just put anything down? You know, the most mundane facts, or do you have to be very on it? You know, exciting stuff. I started off by saying every time I was having a poo, because I was very against Twitter, and I would mm. just tweet, "I'm having a lovely poo now." Mm. Uh, but now I use it to um, defend my honour, and <laughs> uh, uh, people get pe- the thing about Twitter. I don't like is uh, that people can come straight to you and go, "You're rubbish," and that thing you did that was on the telly that was rubbish, mm. and you're rubbish. Which is not very nice. I tell you who, I don't know if he is on Twitter, but yeah. I would follow him if he were. Yeah. Nigel Havers. <laughs> and you know what? Apparently, every morning, Nigel Havers gets up and he looks in the, the bathroom mirror and he just goes, Nigel Havers, Nigel Havers, Nigel Havers, ready for the day. <laughs> <laughs> so what is your Twitter address? Uh, Dougie Ando. Why? And, uh, I don't know, I panicked. <laughs> 
<laughs> he panicked halfway through and bailed out. It was going to be Philip Glenister for a few weeks. <laughs> so, du- at Dougie Ando, people can go and <clears throat> follow you. Yeah, and... follow me and talk to me. I mean, yeah, I'm going to get into. I'm going to. I'm going to take Twitter by the neck. You should do, and because uh, it's handy, isn't it? It's very handy. It's, um... Are you going to be on telly again soon? Apart from this Bell and Sebastian thing. Yes. Well, that is going to be. Part, I did say apart from. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> apart from that is the. Sorry, I hope so. I think I probably will be. <laughs> I hope so. I think I, I think I probably will be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I am filming next week, you know. So I'm, I'm looking to next week already. <laughs> next week I'll be <laughs> filming. An Yong is on the line, and she wants to talk to you, don't you, An Yong? Uh, it's he actually. Oh, I, I apologise. I thought An Yong was no, a lady's no name. Nice. No, it's, um, it's a man's name. Oh, do, I do apologise. No, my dad's um, half Korean, so I that would that, that would make sense. Yeah. Do, do you mind if I call you Miss? Uh, no, if it makes you happy, no, no worries. Then please, madam, you're through to Dougie Anderson. Thanks. Uh, hi, Dougie, this is Anne Young. Hello, hey, mate. Hello. Hello. Um, yeah, I always thought you were, like, the funny one on Rise, to be <laughs> honest. But, um... <laughs> so I did I, if I'm completely well, frank. Uh, well, if we're all being honest, as did I, but... <laughs> I'm just, you know, when I saw you in the games with, um, Feakston, oh, I God. thought you'd made it hit the big time, you know, but... Yeah. Was, What's happened in the last? But that's that's years? that's that's yeah. show business. You're yeah. up. Yeah. You're down. I did a lot of music stuff, like Tina Park and Glastonbury and all that. So I was doing stuff that I was genuinely into, which was quite cool. Right. For the BBC and all that, and and radio for them too. So it's not been, you know. It's been he been should been... be on telly, shouldn't he, Miss? Uh, yeah, well, when you know, you see people like Got Quan and Tess Daly on prime time, and um, you boys are doing. This. I've often thought that you're like a mixture between Got <laughs> Quan and Tess Daly. I've, I've often thought if the, 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 they could find a vehicle. And Gok Daly. Gok Daly. <laughs> Tess Wan. I know. Well, I don't know. I think. I don't know if. Um, hey, don't you think the time's right for a big comeback? You could. This could be your launch now. I don't think it's not so much a comeback. It's more of a. It's more of a coming coming to. Because <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, right, I've never I've never been famous like Ian Lee, or and I've certainly not. I've never been a celebrity either. Because I think, see if you not that you'd ever really want to be a celebrity, but two things you have yes. to have at least two things to be a celebrity. Yeah. I think you have to own your own house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah have, have a mortgage. Right, that's a Have a mortgage yeah. and a car, even if you don't have a driving licence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you, do you have I, either of those things? i got a driving licence. OK, you haven't got the car. I've got a personality, though, and a lot of celebrities don't have that. <laughs> <laughs> that's well, fair. <laughs> well, Ann Young, I, I agree. I think that Dougie should be on TV more. Him and, I don't know, maybe give Kate Lawler a ring and try and get something going off the ground with I her, did, maybe. I did think about calling Kate Lawler, and I thought better of it. But, but, and me, and Young? Sorry? Yeah, okay, thank Can you. Can I, guys. do you know what? This, yes. And we were talking about Arrested Development earlier yeah. on. You know the little guy? Yeah. Is he not called, and he's, what's the word for hello? And they go, and Young. Do you know yeah, what I'm they, talking they about? Do, yeah, the fellow who lives in Series 3, he ends up living in the wall. In the wall, yeah. yeah. And Young. It does, doesn't it? Yeah. That's like a nice Does city. your name mean hello? It does. Ah, yes! Yay! <laughs> Ian Lee. It's about love and life. And live radio wrestling matches. Ian Lee on Absolute Radio. Rightfully mine. Uh, Dougie Anderson is in the studio with me. Good evening, Dougie. Yes, good evening. Some of you may remember him uh, from uh, Rise. We did Rise together for uh, a year, but you did you did old Rise as well as new Rise. Uh, two months of it, yeah, before you... Is that all you did? Along? Yeah, I yeah. thought you were there from the start for oh, the old God, Rise. No, no. Because no. I was a guest on there. 
And uh, I met you... At Big Brother. It was a Big Brother, wasn't it? Yeah, and you'd gone to the... You were meant to go to the studio, and they'd sent you there. Yeah, that's right. And I remember thinking, oh my god, that's Ian Lee. You were that's quite, you were quite impressed when you saw me, I remember. Well, the thing was, I was, I was I've always been a fan of your work. May God bless and, you for that, um, I, uh, particularly when you walked out at the 11 o'clock show and used to do something <laughs> with your arms, which you, I always used to say you. To you like that, and yeah. I, I don't really remember doing the thing yeah. with the arms on that. I, I have no recollection and, uh, of that. And because at that, <clears throat> at that moment I was about two weeks having signed off the dole, yeah. having moved to London earlier oh. on that year, I remember just thinking, oh my God, I'm having a chat with Ian Lee. Hanging out with the stars. Yeah, yeah. Hanging out with the stars. Oh. I, yeah, I do remember, I, I had to rush to the studio, mm -hmm. and they'd chosen the news stories that I had chosen. <laughs> they chose them for me so I could talk about them. And then, then it was weird, because uh, then I, I kind of said to my agent, hey, listen, I'm not work for a while. Maybe we could, um, I could do like a regular weekly newspaper review on, um, on Rise. Mm. And so my agent kind of phoned up um, Hen was Henrietta, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. And Sebastian. And we went for a meeting. And I'm not sure what happened in the meeting. And I came out and I said to my agent, I said, I'm not sure what they've just... They've just offered me something in there and I don't know what it is. <laughs> and she said, no, I'm not sure what they've offered you. And then a week later, it, it, it was... It turns out they'd offered me the show. It transpired, It yeah. transpired that it had all, you know, had gone that way, which was... Um... It was the big show, as uh, Steve Wright would say. <laughs> but, uh... He would say that. Yeah. We've got three calls here we should rattle through. Polly okay. James is on, on at one o'clock, so we need to get rid of these calls before she comes in because she's nice and I don't want my, my dirty callers soiling her show. Chris Miller. Hello, Chris Miller. Oh, it's, it's Mala. You still haven't got it. You're the fella. He's writing a book that's influenced by this show. Wow. Will, wow. will, will, will there be a, a, sure? a Scotch character in there at all, Chris? Yeah, why not? What, why the hell not? Well, I mean, if there isn't a reason not to have one, there shouldn't be a reason to have one. So basically, well, one yeah, it's set in London. You're a Scotch person in London. Why not? Why well, not? I, I am, and one of the few who's either not selling <laughs> the big issue or indeed drunk outside King's Cross train station. Have you seen these? This may only be peculiar to London. Have you see, driven through central London? Or there's some. There's a guy who's doing it by Archway the other night. There's a guy who does it at Tottenham Court Road. Like one o'clock, two o'clock in the morning. Mm. They've got hundreds of books out on the floor. Yeah, and they sell novels. Yeah. At two o'clock in the morning, how I mean, much can they be making? I know, but how how many times you get tanked up on Guinness and dark rum and cokes? Yeah. You're just walking through central London, yeah. going, "If only I had a novel yeah. for the journey home." <coughs> Where is the Thirty Nine right. Steps by John Buchan when you want yeah, it? You're right. You're right. You're, you're right. There's, there's logic to this. Chris, what have you got for us? Um, hang on. Before I start, is, that's well, well hang back. on. Is this this is this must be you starting though? Surely. No, the start of the main part. of the Okay, role. so this is the hors d'oeuvre. Yes. Okay, delicious. Uh, this music that you've got in the background, isn't that I've just seen a face by the Beatles? Let's 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 see if it works. Hang on a second. Yeah. I've just I've seen, just a, seen face. a face, I can't I forget, forget the time or place where we where just we met. She's just the girl, the girl for me. And I want all the world to see we've met. La da 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 Had it been another day, I might have looked the other way. And I'd have never been aware As it is, I'll dream of her tonight I can do it, it's a different key though I've yes. just seen a face, I can't forget the time A place where we just met, she's just the girl for me I want all the world to see we've met da 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 da, -da. Yes it is, why? I just thought Because I'm, I'm a big, big people's head And I just recognise This it. is the Kurikoda Quartet who are my, One of my favourite Japanese bands of all time And they do songs like this on recorders and, and ukuleles and stuff And they're wonderful Cool. I might search them. Yeah. Beatles, huh? The old Bobby Beatles. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Chris, we haven't got much time. I'm trying to back count at the, t the 50, that's right. 50, 55, 40. Okay, go on quickly. 
Right, basically, I've got this poem yep. that, I, that I scribbled down last night. Okay. And it may not be everyone's taste, just to let you know where it's going to go. It's called My Heart Needs Not Mend. Jesus. Why, then why are you telling us this? No, this could be nice. You, you c- made a Poet Laureate. We uh, are looking for a Poet Laureate for I'm show. already getting a bit of a Samuel Taylor Coleridge vibe from this caller. Okay, okay. But I have been wrong in the past. That's a poet, I think. I think that's a poet. Yeah. Okay, well... It's it, live, actually. Is it, is it long? Uh, it was only 16 lines long. How long are those oh, lines? Can you um, do a haiku instead? I don't know. <laughs> Normal size. Okay, let's, size. Let's, let's do it. All right. When you're around, my heart needs not mend. Oh, no, no. It's, it's really... It's, it's, um, that's... It was too sloppy for even for me, and I like a good cry at a McDonald's. You, you, you need you need to come in with a bit of oomph, like yeah. I always thought she was ugly, but it was before my friends told me that it really hit home. That's something <laughs> you're like, okay, interesting. Where's it going to go? Anthony of Harpenden. Good evening, Ian. You good, well, sir? Good, yeah, I'm very, very well, thank you very much. Yes, I'm having fun oh, tonight. Good, good. Um, right, I've got two things to talk about, and I'm I'm short of time. Yeah. Um, firstly, what constitutes poshness? Good, good question. Uh, I, I think voice has a lot to do with it. Um, yep. Where you live has a lot to do with it, and your attitude towards hunting. Hunt, right, okay. Well, are you going? I'll, 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 I'll tell you all three. Right. By the I, way, you're, you're, by the way, you're not posh. Well, I live in Harpenden. Right. I'm I'm partial to hunting, okay. and I own a smoking jacket. Do you wear slip-on shoes? Well, I've currently got. Slippers on, yeah. I well, just in general, would you wear a slip-on shoe to go to the? Uh, well, I've, shop? I've got de- I've got deck shoes. I've got okay. Way brogues. I With... smoke a pipe. I'm actually Ross's friend from yesterday. Okay. Can I ask a quick supplementary about the the whole shoe thing? When you're wearing your slip-ons, yeah, would you ever yeah. wear them with either a red or a yellow sock? Well. See- that's a controversial one. I mean, I do tend to keep to the solid brown stuff. You're no, not posh. However, no, you're not with posh. the deck shoot, sartorially, to be sartorially sound... You can't even say shoot, sartorially. You can't... You cannot... No, l- Anthony, you're shoot. not posh. You're not posh. You're, you're, I can hear you trying to put on a posh voice. It's not working. What's All your right, second let's point? Move, let's move on to the next one. Let's move on okay. to the next one. Maybe you'll, you'll right, fare better got, with this. We've got a catapult story. Okay. And it's, yeah. it's the same... It's the, it's, it's similar to Ross's with a three-man catapult. Is it the same? He claims that he's got a three-man catapult that they fire apples at, at police and they killed a policeman or something like that. No, no, no. We, well, no, that, that smashed a greenhouse with an apple, that one. OK, OK. But this one's more recent, a university. I can't name the university because we got fined heavily and only one of our friends got blamed for it. OK. Well, let's, you've, you've got one minute to tell me the story and I, I want to fit... Oliver, I, I will do my best to get to you, I promise. <laughs> so I don't worry about it. Won't tell that long. Anyway, listen. Came out of the shoot union about 4am. Thought, right, we're bored, there's nothing yeah. else to do. We'll get Oli- Oliver, out. Oliver, shoot, Oliver! <laughs> yeah. l- let Anthony do his, and I promise we'll try and get to you. Yeah, okay, on, okay. Alright, I'll be patient. Okay, good lad. Yeah, left the shooting unit for, came down to the halls, thought, right, what are we going to do? Obviously, the catapult gets tested. Fill a water balloon up, fire it at a lobby full of people Jesus. in a glass a glass lobby. This is just hijinks. <laughs> this is just hijinks. And they 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 hit the deck like a sack of potatoes. Mm. Why does this make you posh? Or interesting? It doesn't. Actually, it does none of those things. I'm afraid. That, but Oliver, I'm sorry you had to sit through that drivel. Um, apology accepted. Just about. Ooh, geez, he's got fire in his belly, and I like that. <laughs> Oliver, sir, what can what can we do for you? But I need to know something. This is going to be a very selfish question. Okay. Um, but I need to know. Aren't all questions selfish, though? Really? You're looking for something for yourself. No, ultimately. If it's, no, no. If it's, would you mind if I gave you all my earthly possessions? <laughs> and a good old-fashioned kiss on the lips. <laughs> so I wouldn't be selfish. Oh, I apologise, by the way. Hello, Ian, and hello, Dougie. Hello, sir. And Eloise is here. Yeah. 
Oh, yes, of course, and hello, Eloise. OK, well, you've, you've got literally a minute and, and ten seconds left. All right, OK. Um, well, I was just wondering, am I the only one to have ever made a complete burke of myself at an interview? In an well, interview? Yeah, a job interview. Could you use the word berk, by the way? <laughs> you, yeah. w- you wally? Yeah. <laughs> Why, what happened, you plonker? <laughs> well, I was, I was at this job at this insurance company. And, I was really and did, they, did, they, did they laugh at you for mumbling too much? What a trumpet. <laughs> oh, OK, thank you. All right, I'll dictate better. Yeah. Dictate? Um, Wait, mm-hmm. are you taking notes, Dougie? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> always, always. Oh, OK, yeah, it's been a long day. <laughs> Tell me about uh, it. <laughs> We've got, you've got 40 seconds, and I, I do want to try and say goodbye to Dougie in that 40 seconds as well at some point. Oh, OK, well, I'll be a gentleman and let you do that. And OK, I'll... lovely, thanks very much. Oh. Uh, we'll call back tomorrow. Strong caller at the end there. <laughs> didn't really know where it was going, and in, in a way, that, that can only be classified as a good thing. We didn't do your TV review. Oh! That's the only reason I got you in, and we were setting it up and selling it, and... Uh... Dougie, thank you for coming in. Hey, it's been a pleasure. You it's have an open to invitation here. to come in any time you want. I will certainly come back. MrDouglasAnderson.com is the website, is that correct? Yep, I am Douglas Anderson, and <laughs> <laughs> and, and that is a whole truth. <laughs> uh, Polly, it's been fun. It has been fun, hasn't it? Polly James is up next, is that correct? That's okay, uh-huh, there we go. Before that, you have to sit through Coldplay. I can <laughs> only apologise. <laughs> Dougie, lovely to see you. You too. Um, we must try and get hold of Zora. Yes. <laughs> uh, I'm back tomorrow at 11 o'clock. Uh, with Sparks are on the show, I think. Good Fantastic. booking. Good booking. <laughs>